my beautiful friends. I am Dr. Maria Manjapane, Christian psychologist, and I like to use this channel for the glory of God. I like psychology because it is the study of the soul, and what better than the Bible to understand what our soul needs. I would like to start by saying a prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for your blessings, for your protection, for your guidance. You are Jehovah Jireh. You are almighty and I bless you. I love you, God. I praise you, God. And I would like to ask in this day to bless the person looking at this video at this moment, to anoint them, to heal them, to deliver them. In Jesus' name, amen. Today, I will be talking about unexpected demonic warfare. On the week of August 21st, something very bizarre happened in my house. And I had been praying for God um, to protect us and that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. I had been praying that for you know several days, maybe weeks now. And on, the, on Monday, August 29th, around 2.30 a.m., I discovered a demonic presence in our backyard. It was strategically positioned in a corner outside behind my prayer chair. I have my corner with, with my chair, with my Bible, my journals, my books, and it was behind that corner outside. I heard noises around 2.30 in the morning that day inside the house. We were already in the bedroom, uh, ready to go to, to sleep. We had two, two dogs with us, two greyhounds. And I heard this cracking noise outside. I thought that somebody was breaking into the, into the window in the family room. I asked my husband, do you hear that? He didn't hear it. And the dogs didn't hear it either because if they had, they would have gotten up and go barking. They, they were peacefully asleep. And that's very rare because the, the noise was loud. So I don't know, maybe what I was hearing was in the spirit. I looked at the camera and I didn't see a person, but I saw a shadow on, under the window that is located behind my prayer chair. In the camera's thumbnails, I also saw a white orb and a dark shadow on the ground corner by the second window behind my prayer corner, which is inside the family room. This is a picture of one of our cameras in the backyard. I marked both with red arrows in the picture. Tony said the shadow looked like a dog. I was trying to go back to sleep, but was worried, and the Holy Spirit said, get up and pray inside the house. Tony also got up. I felt peace and afterwards I fell asleep. In the morning, um, the shadow was still there in the black and white videos at around six in the morning. Then at around seven, um, when the sun started to, to, came, to come up, it was not there. It was not visible in the, in the videos anymore. 
I checked the daytime videos and it was not there. I went uh, several days backwards to see if I could see the shadow under the window, but it wasn't there. The, the, uh, the day at night, I could see it in the videos, but not in the day videos. The night videos are black and white and the daytime videos are in color. So when I checked the daytime videos, it didn't have anything, no shadows, nothing showing on those videos. I thought it could be like a bog, a dead bog stain or something. And, but when I checked the daytime videos, I didn't see anything. And if it was a bog, it would have been still there because it's on the lens. So I ruled out the possibility that it was a dead bog on the lens. I searched about how cameras work at night and they work by infrared light. And that means that they will detect, for example, a reflection in a mirror, they will detect that. And if somebody gets up, was sitting down on a chair and the person gets up, it will detect the energy that, that left behind. So it traces energy. So that, that was kind of caught my attention and I was, oh, okay, whatever is that shadow and that white orb, it was detecting that energy in the infrared. There is a lot of witchcraft in this area and I have had previous encounters and when that, when that happens, I rebuke the demons and the witchcraft in the name of Jesus and immediately goes away. This instance was a little strange. It was different. So that date that when, when uh, I heard the noises and then saw the shadows in the cameras, at noon I went out and prayed walking around the house and blowing my shofar in that corner. Every time I stopped in that corner where the demonic presence was, I blew my shofar. Uh, I cleaned the lenses too. I was like, let me just in case that was before I had checked all the videos uh, to make sure that it was not a bug. I cleaned the lenses. I was like doing everything in the morning, everything I could. But then when I checked the videos that were taken at daytime, there was nothing, there was no bog, nothing. So it wasn't a stain or a dead bog. On Thursday, August 24th, four days be before becoming aware of the demonic presence in the backyard, I received a text from a friend and I had not heard from him in about five months. And this is a picture of the text and it has a beautiful drawing that says, sometimes life seems unfair it always rains the hardest on the people who deserve the sun, followed by my friend's writing. That is because we are in a spiritual war once we come into God's kingdom, but we are delivered from every affliction. Psalms 34, 19. And no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Isaiah 54, 17. Then on August 26th, Saturday, I received God's encouragement, like be ready for battle. During my morning time with God, he told me, do not allow anything confuse me or scare me. And he repeated and emphasized, emphasized do not allow anything scare you. And I put exclamation mark on my journal. I wrote all this in my journal like I do every morning because I could hear in the spirit the emphasis that, that he was placing. Do not allow anything scare you. 
it really, really got my attention for getting my, like my internal alarm on because he usually doesn't talk to me like that. I mean that with the urgency and emphasis, like Maria, open your eyes, be careful. So I, in my spirit, I understood that something was coming. I could feel it. Then on August Sunday, August 27 in the afternoon, Tony called me asking me to bring him paper towels to clean paint that had spilled in the back of his new beautiful red Ford truck. Um, and I left. I was driving and while driving, he called me again to tell me that a hornet had stung him. And I was like, you know, like if I have this event separate, that I wouldn't, you know, like think anything about it or care much. But when one thing is happening after the other, which seems not a very big thing, but really it was, it was like a warning of something that was going around or was going to happen. When I saw him, I got worried because he stung him um, right here. So I was like, mm, that's very close to his eye. Um, in my spirit, at that moment when I saw him, I sensed uh, something was not right. At night, while I was preparing my cup of tea, I was singing in tongues like I usually do, and uh, suddenly my cup slipped from my hands, fell on the counter, and broke. Surprisingly, I did not skip a bit in my song. I went ahead and got another cup and prepared more tea. Then on the day of the discovery of the demonic presence, that was Monday, August 28th, um, during the daytime, I asked my, I contacted some friends and I asked them to help me to pray. And one suggested to walk around the house outside and pray. And that's when I walked around the house and I took my shofar um, with me. I opened both gates of the backyard so I can walk all around the house. And I read Joshua 6 aloud outside and I did like the Israelites. I walked, I was trying to count seven times, but I lost count and I think I did like eight, but I really, you know, it doesn't matter what matters is what I was doing. I was, I was praying and I blew my shofar each time in that corner where the demonic presence was and I prayed the fire of God will clean our backyard and house in the name of Jesus. Um, at night, I checked the camera and the presence was gone. Glory be to God. Friends, we are in a spiritual warfare. Ephesians 6.12 says, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Nobody is immune to this attacks. It can happen to anybody. Look, Satan hates us. We are his enemy because he wanted to be a man. He wanted to be like God, in God's image, like we were created to be. He came to lie, kill, and destroy. He has no mercy. He and his demons are constantly doing intelligence work, like in a war, where the enemy country is looking into or trying to predict and, and checking and sending spies to predict what's going to be the next move of his enemy. 
the demons and Satan do the same. They do intelligence work. They're after us and observing and checking, okay, what's the next move that Maria is going to do? Because they know when we are, we are in the will of God that we are walking towards God's direction and they're going to they're gonna try to throw rocks and they're going to try to make us stumble and to be scared. And that's why God told me very emphatic, do not be scared. And I knew in my spirit something was about to happen. The Bible says in 1 Peter 5, 8 through 9, be sober. Be vigilant because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Resist him steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. What I learned from this experience was to not be scared and recognize Satan's strategies. God will always warn me of danger. Never, never, ever let the guard down because demons are trying to silence Christians by scaring them. The enemy does not rest when you're moving in God's direction. I came across uh, a video of Jonathan Kahn. He is a Jewish rabbi, messianic rabbi, he's, he's Christian. And he says to recognize the strategies of the enemy. And I think that's what God was teaching me, to recognize in, in the war, spiritual war that we are, I have to do my own intelligence work also. I, I, had, I have to be upfront and trying to predict what the enemy next move is going to be so I can be miles ahead of Satan and his demons. After my husband was stung by the hornet, I went in the internet to search information about it to see how bad it was. And the first information that came up was uh, related to witchcraft, superstition, saying that wasps are a harbinger of, of danger. And um, it says, when a wasp enters your home, he brings a warning. You will have a disagreeable guest who has nothing good in mind. They are tricky, so beware of a sting. Wasp seems to be a harbinger of danger in various forms. Folklore says it predicts weather too. So this is something that is used by witches and warlocks. And they are Satan's um, disciples. And they are counterfeit of God. They're going to imitate what God has and what God does. So God uses wasps to drive away the enemy. And that happened in Joshua to drive away the enemy of Israel. Joshua 24, 12 says, I sent the hornet before you, which drove them out from, from before you. So the enemy wanted to use the wasp against us because we are his enemies. The witch made an agreement with the demon and he wanted to let us know something bad was going to happen. But he or she did not count on the power of God to warn me four days before the attack. First, with my friend's text and then with the God, with the word from God himself. Satan and his demons are real. How do I know that? First, it is documented in the Bible. James 4, 7 says, Therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. And in Daniel 10, 13 says, But the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood with me 
21 days. And behold, Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me, for I had been left alone there with the kings of Persia. Second, medical science acknowledges it. Dr. Richard Gallagher is a psychiatrist and is a consultant for churches for demonic possession. Dr. Gallagher teaches at Columbia University and he did his residency at Yale University. I am leaving the link to his video on the description also. Dr. Gallagher has consulted hundreds of situations to distinguish between a demonic possession or a mental illness. He testifies that demons are real. From Rabbi Jonathan Kahn, I learned that when you are in the will of God, the enemy tries to block your purpose. It's not about the attack on your life. It's about the plans in your life. Let the attack focus you ever more on the plan. Even in the middle of the attack, get on with the plan. The attack is about the plans. The enemy doesn't attack indiscriminately. He is focusing on Israel, Jerusalem, Temple Mount, because God has purpose with them. Satan's attack reveals the very thing that are chosen by God. The enemy's attacks on your life reveals you are chosen by God. Things in your life to be used by God and the enemy tries to destroy them. God is greater than any attack. God will use the attack to bring about the purposes. Look up Romans 8.28. In Jesus' crucifixion, Satan was crucifying him, but God was using it to overcome the enemy. If the attack is great, greater is the purpose, greater is the blessing, greater is the victory. Don't let the attack distract you from the purpose of God. Get on with the plan. Learn to see the revelation of the attack instead of being discouraged about it. Get encouraged about it. Take extra encouragement. When you're being attacked and you are under God's will, there is a reason and it is a good thing. The enemy doesn't waste his ammunition, time or energy. It means you're being attacked and you are in God's will but you are being attacked. It means he knows God has something great. He cannot stop you if you don't stop. Daniel could have been very discouraged. He prayed for 21 days and fasted. He didn't stop. The angel could have been discouraged. He has, he has been fighting for 21 days, but he didn't stop. There is going to be resistance. Do not stop. There are going to be attacks. Do not stop. Don't give up on God because he doesn't give up on you. Well, I hope this video helps you. It is really taking me out of my comfort zone. And I think that that's another um, purpose of God to, to move me, to take me to another dimension, to encourage me and, and to let me know that he is with me, that he will always, always warn me. Oh, of an attack. He will let me know and I have him on my side. I can overcome this. And now that I look back, I'm like, yes, I see all the stages. I see my friend's text out of the blue, but it wasn't out of the blue. It was because God had alerted him to let us know 
and there is no coincidence. I didn't understand at first why I was like, this is a beautiful text. Okay, but then when things started to happen in that week, I was like, okay, this is the, when the enemy, the demon tried to manifest himself inside the house because they, they have pride. They want you to see them. They, they want to be recognized. So when he started making these noises inside the house, uh, that was pride. So I could see that he was there and trying to scare me, but it failed because that night when, when the fear was creeping up on my skin, the Holy Spirit said, get up of the bed, go in, in the house, around the house, in the living room and the family room, pray. I, all the fear was gone. I got up and I went to the, to the family room and I started praying. And then I went back to the bed and fell asleep and my, my husband also. So it, it reverted everything, the opposite happened. So I pray that you have a wonderful day and that God blesses you. Thank you.